Round one, go. All right, I only got one thing to say on this wonderful Saturday, Marty. What is that, Doug? Don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me. <laughs> Don't bro. tase me. Don't t- this is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. This is Doug and Marty versus the world. And of course, what Doug is talking about, it apparently is a crime. Uh, to not uh, wear a mask a, in Ohio. Yeah. You know, I saw a false story that they're going to make it a criminal misdemeanor here in our state as well about not wearing a mask. But you wouldn't put it past uh, the current governor and the current majority party. Now, I'm saying this out loud because this woman went to see her son's football game. She's outside. She's sitting on the bleachers, and the um, someone complained, and the re- school resource officer, basically an off-duty police officer, tases her and handcuffs her and removes her from the game for not wearing a mask. What in the world are we coming to, brother? What in the world? Moscow, Idaho. Mm-hmm. Three Christians singing hymns get arrested, perp-walked, brother, perp-walked. Yep. Uh, this is not uh, un. Um, these are not um, disembodied. They're they're not, they're not unconnected. They are connected. This they is are connected. Connected people. It, we have got to wake up. My, you know, people moving away to Idaho, right? I got. I talked mm-hmm. to a friend today. They're moving to Sandpoint, Idaho. I'm like, you cannot run away from this. I said that to him, and then I heard about Moscow, not Moscow, Russia, Moscow, mm-hmm. Idaho arresting people now if it was you singing brother i could i could see that but these people were actually on key okay these people actually sang pretty good it Man, was you hymns. hurt Man, not, hurts, brother. Not, my, <laughs> not necessarily my style right i'm not a hymn kind of guy but but uh and of course i'm kidding brother but but you yes. know what this is where is the outrage where is the outrage in ohio where is the outrage in in Idaho. Come on, Idahoans. I know there's some Idaho people. They listen to this. You've got to get, you've got to get upset. You've One got to the, fight back. Yes. They're arresting people for singing hymns in the college town of Moscow, Idaho. Yep. What is that? Idaho State? Yeah, I, um, I University of Idaho. It's a Vandals. So right across the... Uh, I mean, dang. Yeah. It's right. It's, it's kind of by Pullman, right? Mm-hmm. Moscow, right. Pullman? Not, not too far from Pullman. Yeah. So, um... They're testing us. They are yeah. testing us. They do that to me. They're gonna have. They're gonna have some. They're gonna have some problems, brother. Now, now I'm not gonna I know. fight them. I'm not gonna resist arrest. But there's gonna be some problems, brother. Yes. Now I know that one of the, the people that got arrested said, "You're making a mistake. You know, this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this." They did it anyway. And I remember something you've said to me personally as well that you have to be willing to be arrested. This is wrong. You stand up, we will gather, and we will worship. We know that Matt Shea and, and Kim Peterson and the other guys over there in Spokane for the Church of Planned Parenthood are being harassed as well for just praising Jesus on the sidewalk. So, But we have to do this. And so the fact that they're arresting us, we should be up in arms, literally up in arms and saying, we will not put up for this. We don't like the tyranny. That is literally the definition of tyranny when you have, no longer can exercise your rights, when they can arrest you uh, for something that we don't even know what works or what doesn't work. Being outside, not having a mask, or singing, worshiping, um, these are wrong. And of course, if we don't say something now, then it will be us the next time we're arrested, right? It's outrageous. This is the United States of America. 
and there are no, there are zero, okay, maybe in the case of war, we may have some, some limitations on the Bill of Rights, okay? I think mm -hmm. that there's, you know, there's some stuff in the Constitution about, you know, a declared emergency in, in, in the event of like an insurrection or, a, uh, you know, an invasion or something like that. There's some property but, rights issues when they can take your property when it, and do military for your hotel to a house of troops or whatever as well. But, but they're never to compensate you. In, compensate the, you. in the history from the, 60, from the Pilgrims, brother, Mm -hmm. From the pilgrims, from Jamestown, 1619, from the, from the, you know, from the 1776, when have we ever seen the government, Gavin Newsom, Jay Inslee, the, the police department in Moscow, Idaho, for crying out loud, attacking Christians, arresting them. You know, this thing in Ohio, this was another thing, right? You will wear the mask, mm -hmm. you will take the vaccination, or we will tase your butt, and we will put mm -hmm. you in the paddy wagon. And who's going to stand up for that? I would rather be tased than take that vaccine and be tracked and have them, you know, put the mark of the beast on me or whatever else, mm -hmm. brother. I mean, I know I'm getting a little bit crazy here, but I'm telling you, this is a test to see if we'll push back. I can't believe, and I, you know, I... Maybe I'm the one that should head this up. We should get a caravan of Christians from all over Washington and Idaho and go to Moscow and make a ruckus mm -hmm. and sing and sing loudly with, you know, 9,000 watt PA system and subwoofers and electric guitars, brother, whatever it takes. We need to make some noise, people. Come on now. This is America. I, Marty, I, I, I guess you can I know. tell I'm a little I know. upset here. <laughs> Tucker Carlson covered the story from the Ohio one. And to the point, they had a guy on about talking about it's beyond that. First of all, you know, he said the efficacy of masks. We know that in the very limited forms, when people were actually actively coughing indoors, it was good for them to have a mask on so it wouldn't be spread. And mostly Even as a warning, was, he said. He said yeah, mostly as a warning. Morning, mostly as a warning. Me. But the social fabric now is people are doing it as a way to say, I'm doing something. I'm making a difference by putting a mask over my face, and therefore you must do it as well. That is literally the definition of tyranny and like Nazi Germany, where the brown shirts enforce, hey, this is a cultural conditioning saying we must go along because therefore we're somehow better, some kind of virtue signaling. Uh, and therefore, if someone doesn't, then they're being dangerous. And that's not true. And literally, we know that sunshine is, is a disinfectant. We know that we're entering into a flu season. We know to wash our hands. There's some good things that have come out of this, as you said before as well, about washing our hands and so forth. But the fear and the uh, cultural control to control others um, through that is wrong. We're seeing this manifest from the government level and from, from our fellow neighbors that want to report their own neighbors for not wearing a mask, for showing up at these events. You, you and I talked about it, where I was, someone tried to get me fired for going to an event in Spokane early in the summer, crying out loud before the mask mandate even. So it's um, uh, amazing that there's actually a move on the political left to actually make this a, a criminal offense for not wearing a mask. Are you kidding me? That is just, wow. Hmm? Well, I was going to say, you know, again, in your case, wearing a mask, I think should be mandatory, but I, I wasn't going to go there. 
after well, I, already, I know after so I already been, knocked you for singing, but no, realistically, come on, people, we yeah. have got to punch back, and uh, I mean, we got to punch back hard, people. We need to. We need a crowd of people singing in Moscow. We need them now. Mm-hmm. We this Saturday. Get out of go. Get out and go sing. You know, get get your bullhorns. Go sing. Mm-hmm. Get John Foyt over there. Let's get let's get Doug Bassler over there in my street church gang. Let's go to Idaho and let's show them this is the United States of America. Okay, one more thing too. We know how important it is you've been doing street church for months. The Sean Foyt's been up here on Saturday. Is the return in Washington D.C. with Franklin Graham doing the return? It's a middle of the the week of the uh, ten days of awe. It is, it is the beginning of the Jewish New Year. This is to, about repentance, about turning back to God. It's a perfect time to go praise Jesus over in Moscow or anywhere in the state. And in fact, in Olympia, Elizabeth Sorensen and Matt Shea are actually having a local return on Saturday in Olympia. Um, so if you can make it, it's another great place to go sing and express your uh, First Amendment rights, but also to honor God, knowing that we need God to heal our land. Now is the time for that. So now is the time for courage, not fear, right? We've been saying that all along, and I'm telling you, the more we let them get away with it, the worse it's going to get. And there's going to, you know, we don't want this. We don't want push to come to shove. We don't want this to come to blows. We don't want this to come to gunfire. And things like that. Right. And I know there's some people out there that, man, let's just get the guns and let's just go. That's not what I'm advocating. I'm advocating the Martin Luther King thing, right? I'm advocating mm-hmm. the Gandhi thing. Let's just get out there and sing. Let's see if they can actually arrest a thousand people, right? Or 500 right. people. Let's right. get out there and, and just tell them no. And let's just get lawyers and let's just sue them. You know, when they start to violate your constitutional rights, you know, this is one of the things that I've learned over the course of this last summer and, and spring and everything, and now into the fall at Street Church, if they knowingly violate your constitutional rights, they are personally liable for damages. So those cops that arrest those people, they can't hide behind uh, qualified immunity. Qualified mm-hmm. immunity ends when you knowingly violate the Constitution of the United States. They took an oath for crying out loud, Marty. Mm-hmm. They took an oath to uphold the Constitution of the United States and to protect it from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now they are domestic enemies, in my opinion. Exactly they are right. domestic yeah. terrorists. There we go. So now in this case, I'm, you know, I mean, I hate to agree with BLM <laughs> because, but this was police brutality, police stupidity. Well, something. they were being directed by the city council or county councils or whatever. So bottom line is those we elect. Just following we orders. Don't cut it, Marty. Don't, don't cut, cut it. it. I get it. I get it. Something very spiritual, though, I want to say from Bugs Live. When the grasshoppers were talking, we know this. They said when the ants figure out that there are much more of them than there are of us, our way of life is over. It's time for Christians to show up, to get engaged, to vote, to show them that there are a lot more of us than there are of them that defend and want to honor God, fight for families, and actually protect our kids and allow us to worship freely. So it's time for us to show up. That means in a mighty way at the polls to pray and obey, but to exercise your faith in that way. So it's time for us ants to rise up, don't you think? That's right. There's a lot of us ants and mm-hmm. uncles too. Um, so uh, we got a lot of ground to cover in today's show, so you don't want to be like taking any breaks. Uh, but um, so they found 
ballots in a, a Pennsylvania County brother mm-hmm. in that were not, that were trashed, that were discarded yes. military ballots. Now see if there's somebody that almost always you can rely on to vote Republican, it's military, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And so it was only seven or so, but that nine. was just, there was nine. Well, yes. how, yeah. Okay. But, that's the tip of the iceberg, brother. You know there's know. more. There's bo- there's bags of them things. At JBLM, part of this too, um, they found in this primary, in 2020, in the primary, they found 3,000 ballots that were discarded. They said that they went to places where there was address unknown or not forwarded, but you have to wonder if they can find 3,000 at Junk Base Lewis Picard, and they find nine that actually were returned with Trump ballots thrown in the garbage. It's being done everywhere, brother. Everywhere there's Democrats in charge. I'm just saying. So. And mail-in ballots are the worst. They, they, they have always used absentee ballots as a way of fraud, and now the entire state is absentee. Then, and they're trying to make the entire nation. The only way Democrats can win, brother, is cheating, but we're going to stop them. We're, we're going to pray, we're going to fast, we're going to vote, and we're going to get involved. This is Doug Bassler, and we're going to go Marty commercial. And Doug and Marty versus the world coming right back. Hi, this is Doug Bassler candidate for U.S. Congress in Washington's 9th Congressional District. We're facing some of the biggest challenges of our lifetime and possibly in our nation's history. It's more important now than ever that we all stand up for our Christian values and heritage. Our values have created freedom and liberty previously unseen in the world. And now what used to be fringe elements are becoming mainstream and are threatening our religious freedoms. I'm committed to fight for our First Amendment rights, really for all of our God-given rights, and to represent us faithfully in Washington, D.C., and I can use your help. Would you consider going to my website, dougbassler.com, and making a financial donation of any size? It will be greatly appreciated. I want to thank you in advance for all you do. I'm Doug Bassler, and I approve this message. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters pamphlet statements, fundraising and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. Two bells and all is well. Round two, Doug and Marty still fighting the world, still ticked off about our brothers and sisters being tased, arrested, abused by our own government. You know, they, right. they, there's a saying that they say, um, if one, you know, if, if there's injustice for, for anyone, there's injustice for everyone. But, you know, the Bible says if one part of the body suffers, we all suffer with it. That's right. right. And that right. we're to suffer with those in jail and stuff like that. We're going we're gonna to start having some of this cu- stuff come to life to us. And, yes. And I would say if your first response was, why are they out there in the first place? You're probably not. Um, you should need to recheck and say, wait, wait. I'm encouraged that they were out there singing. I'm encouraged, um, but, but I'm I'm really upset that this was happening to them because it could happen to you and I as well. That's why we have to be together. We have to be united. That's why we have to be engaged and at the table. So, but um, there are some that will say, well, you shouldn't have been out there. 
Well, you shouldn't be singing. You should follow the rules. Yeah, we follow the, the laws as long as they're under God. God says when the laws are in conflict with God, we're not supposed to follow them. So very, very important. So, But I have a question for you. Um, the absurdity. You and I are both going to Congress. I believe that. God willing, God's opening the door. Uh, and they talk about the swamp and being changed. And I think you go through things in your life where God prepares you for the fight. This really is a fight where we're in right now. We're a fight for our future and our families. It's going to be a fight when we get there. It's going to be a fight just like Donald Trump's doing. He's fighting through every single day to get the job done, to make sure that Americans are protected, that America's economy comes back, that on and on and on. Um, this question the other day, they asked him if he would, you know, if he loses, and to Joe Biden, will he um, basically go along with a peaceful transfer of power? We've been doing a peaceful transfer of power for over 200 years in our country. You know, 230 years, 233 years, whatever it is. Um, and then to follow suit, this same Republican majority Senate, who is going to confirm this Supreme Court justice that he's going to announce today, they went and passed a resolution that they will cooperate in a peaceful transfer of power if Joe Biden wins. No one's asking Joe Biden. No one asked Obama at that point in time. There was, in fact, that he actually has, they're seeing more and more coming out with these bar investigations, with the Durham investigation as well, with the investigation opened up even yesterday in the Clinton Foundation. Um, there's, the hammer's going to fall that there was a coup from the highest levels of the Obama administration with Comey to go after and to destroy an incoming president. Barack, and yet, knew. Barack and Obama yet, knew. This is, this is Barack yeah. Obama on down. And yet, they have the audacity to say, oh, um, you're going to come to arms because uh, uh, Trump won't release or and, won't and Hillary bow Clinton, out. Hillary Clinton did come out and say that no matter what, Joe Biden should not concede, no matter what. Okay, so exactly they're, not right. willing, they're not willing to give up. Uh, you know, you've got these judges in, what is it, Pennsylvania that are saying, oh, we're going to count ballots that come in seven days afterwards, up to seven yeah, days seven, afterwards. eight days later, right, which is called um, ballot harvesting. That's wrong. Yeah, we're just going to, um, you know, we're just going to keep going until we get the result we want. Sounds uh, like Washington with Dina Rossi, right? Absolutely. And, um, and this is, uh, you know, we, boy, if you're not praying, if you're not fasting, if you're not going after God right now, you better because this stuff is coming down. This, like you started off, you know, in the last segment saying we are at war. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is not flesh and blood stuff. It's flesh and blood is involved, obviously. But there is a spiritual aspect to this. And it's, it's you know, Satan is the father of lies. And it's mm -hmm. like everything they accuse Donald Trump of, right? Mm -hmm. this, these FBI texts that they, they found this week, right, that came out. They knew the dossier mm -hmm. was phony. They were actually investigating the dossier as Russian interference in our election because it came from Russian spies. And they, it, and so the very same thing that they mm -hmm. went after Donald Trump for, Hillary Clinton is guilty of. Exactly this right. Is, she was the one colluding. I mean, who would, who would Putin want in there? The strong one that's going to shut off the natural gas pipeline to Germany and and put the sanctions on or Hillary Clinton who's going to push a big red toy button and to do a reset and give them whatever they want. I mean, for goodness sakes, realistically, goodness who, would they, sakes as well. who would they want? So of course, these course. FBI texts, did you hear about that? I mean, these guys I were did. saying they wanted to take out liability insurance because of all the stuff that was going on. The one, 
FBI agent said, Trump is right. They are spying on him. <laughs> He's correct. I'm telling you, this stuff is outrageous, but you're not seeing it on MSNBC. You're nope. not seeing this stuff on CNN. You're not, you're not seeing what's going on in Louisville, Kentucky right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the police, the two police officers shot the other night. They bring in U-Hauls full of, of basically weapons and shields and stuff, mm -hmm. right? And, and pre-made signs. Bottom line, this is all staged and funded. This is, uh, and of course, and supported by those in political office on the political left to bring destruction, to bring attention to, to bring violence to. And of course, if, if this is where we're at, and, and we all know where we're at here, but we see that if they don't like what they see, they don't get their way like spoiled babies, they will burn a city down. They will destroy somebody. They will commit violence. And yet they'll turn around and say, well, you're not willing to concede power. You're not willing to, no, we were fighting for our family. We were fighting legitimately, legally in the political realm, in the spiritual realm. This is, you know, I love, you know, there's things that Lindsey Graham says that I like, and sometimes I'm like, dude, just um, keep your word and do it, right? And so, but Lindsey Graham, McConnell, and the rest of them said, no, we learned through Kavanaugh that you're going to throw a huge fit. You're going to call all kinds of names. You're going to scream and, and, and blubber. You're going to um, make up some ridiculous lies, but we're not going to pay attention to that this time. We're going to do our job. He's going to uh, nominate a justice. We're going to appoint him. You know? oh, you're, so, ju you're jumping away from that FBI thing, getting all, all I am, the way over I'm there just, to RBG. I'm just saying. Yep. So we, we, are, we are going to, um, what are we going to do? You know, we've got to vote. You know, these people that, you know, there's, there's been a, 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 a get out the vote effort over here in on the, the west side. And mm -hmm. uh, guys been calling uh, known Republicans, asking them why they're not voting. And they're saying, well, my vote doesn't count. That's over, overwhelming. Well, I just don't feel like my vote counts. Well, I guess, you know, if the ballot goes in the garbage, it, de it really doesn't count. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we, we've got to get out the vote. People, you've got to, the only way you can overcome fraud is you've got to overwhelm them. And, uh, you know, and then this, when they say you can't do something that it's your constitutional right to do, you've got to push back. You've got to be willing to do that and uh you know these fbi guys you know i don't see blm uh protesting the fbi the fbi has way more power way more mm -hmm. authority way more you know resources to to do bad things to communities of color or just communities in general and they're not protesting the fbi they're protesting the local law enforcement first of all they try to take our guns right they got all these mm -hmm. initiatives what is that 16 whatever and uh, they want to limit, they want to put a bullet tax and all that. And they say, well, you can, you can just call the police. You don't need to be like armed to the teeth or whatever. And now Seattle, this week, Seattle overrides, the city council overrides Jenny Durkin's veto brother. And they cut 100 police officers. When they need to be hiring police officers, they cut 100. Now, I talked to our good friend that you and I both know who's on the Seattle Police uh, Department. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say his name. But he said, Who's getting cut? It's the very diversity that they're trying to make the police department more colorful, more whatever. And those are the, those are the officers that have no seniority. Well, guess what, right. brother? They right. have a union. And guess who doesn't get cut? The old white police officers that have, have been, been there, there forever. forever right. Right? right? 
because it's a seniority thing and they're not, and the city has a contract. They can't, you know, they can't just void the contract. Oh my gosh. Now, wouldn't that be interesting to have the BLM go after the unions, right? All right. So the problem is police unions, right? So um, that might be interesting to see. Um, well, now all of a sudden money. all the police unions are <laughs> endorsing Republicans. Donald Trump, right? Uh-huh. Right. Yes, indeed. Right. Um, so we're, you know, we're seeing this take away your gun and get rid of your police. One of the strategies of Marxism is to create anarchy. If you create anarchy, then people will willingly accept tyranny because anything is better than anarchy. When your, you know, children and your lives and your property are at absolute 100% whim of the mob. I mean, right. it's, it's mob yeah. rule and anarchy, right? right? And so this might be, I don't know, brother, what do you think? Maybe the return of the militia, right? I mean, what yeah, are we going to do? We're going to have to protect ourselves. There is a rise of the militia. There's a lot of militias out there, and they get a, a bad rap, but they are understanding that our country is at risk, that our way of life is at risk. And back to your point about communism and socialism, the first thing, remove all of God. Anything that smacks of God is removed from the public square, which we see. Then it's the destruction of family, family of the corner unit, which we've seen that as well, especially in black neighborhoods. Right, but all across this nation, there's been a removal of fathers from homes. Big deal. Then you go after the guns, a way to defend themselves, which you see that gun control laws. Then you get rid of the police department, which has been done many times in different socialist communist countries. So people, A, can't defend themselves, and there's no police department. So therefore, they are mob rule. Therefore, you need a strong leader to bring safety or security, which means a big government or a dictator or a tyrant. And so you see the natural progression of this that's being forced upon America. And then we've been asleep at the wheel, spiritually, culturally, politically. That's why this election is more important than ever before, because we're at the door. We're at the the slippery slope where it may not be able to come back without violence, you know. And so we don't want that. We want as a safe. We want our families to go wake up and go, no, we want freedom. Liberty is good. Hard work is good. Generational blessing is good, but the, those that we hire to protect us and, and leave their home, uh, our neighbors who serve in the police department or law enforcement in general are people just like you and I, but they leave their family to make sure that our communities are safe. We need to give them the tools they need to do the job. The same thing with our military, to make sure that we're safe so that we can focus on things like um, justice and, and politics and raising our kids and running our business. Without safety and security, we're, we're, you know, we are focused on that only as a family. So it is very important. Well, uh, we got a lot of more mm. Doug and Marty coming up. You don't want to be uh, missing any of this today's show because we're on fire. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. Doug and Marty versus the world. When you want to take your business to the next level, nothing drives traffic and increases sales like TV advertising. And EasyTVSpots.com is your best choice for high quality, effective TV ads. Contact us today to learn how easy it is to reach thousands of your ideal prospects with targeted, addressable TV. Grow your sales, revenue, and profit the easy way with EasyTVSpots.com. Broadcast, cable, and online TV made easy. Hey everybody, this is Doug Bassler and Marty McClendon from Doug and Marty vs. the World, heard all across the state on the ACN Network. Marty, I heard that, uh, 
what is it, 40% of uh, Christians are not even registered to vote? According to Barna, almost 50% of Christians aren't registered to vote. And then out of that, only about half of those actually cast a vote in most elections. You know, I think it's our responsibility as Christian citizens of America that we should vote. What difference does it make if Christians vote? Well, the difference is it's huge. If Christians vote and get engaged and you bring your conversation, salt and light to the conversation, when we don't, there's a void, right? What happens to a void? It's filled. So what we have is what we have now, gender craziness, uh, attack on marriage, attack on our First Amendment rights. All these things happen. The things we complain about is because we're not engaged. So, you know, now in Washington State, you can literally register right up to the day of the election. You can do same-day registration. So if you're a Christian and you haven't voted, now's your chance. Get in there and vote. Smart business people know that nothing sells like video. And EasyVideoProduction.com is your best choice for high-quality video production done right. You'll love EasyVideoProduction.com's professionalism, creativity, and skill for your corporate video, product video, TV commercial, and more. When you need video for Facebook, YouTube, websites, or TV, EasyVideoProduction.com is the one to call. EasyVideoProduction.com, your video done right. Three bells, round three. Doug and Marty versus the world. Doug Bassler here. And Marty McClendon and Batman does not smell because we are almost in October. You know, oh we're my almost gosh. there. Right? Remember that Just from growing few, up? Just few, few days. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, you know, Jay Inslee here in Washington State, uh, for you Washington Staters, it did uh, also declare war on uh, agro-tourism. So our, our corn mazes and our our uh, pumpkin patches and our hay rides and all that kind of stuff, all for, for a disease that killed a thousand Washingtonians by the end of April. And since the end of April, so let's see, May, June, July, August, September, five months has now killed another thousand. So what happened in six weeks, yeah, that was a little scary. Mm-hmm. Another thousand in six months, five months, that's not very many people. That's the flu, brother. That's less than the flu. That's yes, our light and, flu and season. And as we talked about before, the comorbidity, the fact that they had high blood yep. pressure, heart disease, cancer, other things that uh, for the majority of them, it wasn't the COVID that did it. It was the COVID was part Only of the deal. Only 6%, according to the CDC, as we talked about mm-hmm. on last week's program. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we had 6% of uh, the Washingtonians that have died, that's about 125, 129 people, somewhere in that range mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. actual death. Now, if you're going to shut down an economy for 129 people, you have got a problem with power, brother. You've got mm-hmm. a serious problem with power. Let's, let's talk about did, Ruth Bader. But did you see, we, first, before you go to Ruth, RBG, sure. before you go to Ruth, did you see on Thursday that, you know, because we still are in this sort of this stalled phase transition in Washington State because Governor Inslee said, no, we need to wait and make sure we're doing safe. And there's a small uh, spike in these cases, whatever. But we're going to have college football. So um, they started. The, I hey, saw that. Uh, yeah. Ho-hum. Uh, what I'm saying is, you know, we can pack stands full of 100,000 people and watch football. But we can't open up the economy. No, they're not going to allow audiences, brother. Are they? Oh, so just going to play on the field? I see. And, and so, so I, I, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the Seahawks game last week, but uh, because I'm kind of protesting. Yeah, I, I never watch football. You know me. But I, know. Um, I, uh, I went and watched the highlight reel, and and you know, because I thought, oh well, the Seahawks beat the Patriots. That's kind of cool, right? 
Um, Patriots are in a rebuild mode, of course, without Brady, right? Um, right? So I guess I know something about football a little bit. I know that's uh, that you need to get that ball over the goal line. But at any rate, um, so I'm watching the demo, the the highlight reel on YouTube, and right. there's like huge crowd noises. Yes. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, there's a there must be a crowd. There's like all this crowd roaring and and <laughs> and then they show the picture from the you know the Patriots make a touchdown. They show the picture from the touchdown, and you see the empty stands. <laughs> and yes. I'm like, they're dubbing that in. There's no crowd, but. It's like a laugh track in uh, yeah, you know, comedy track. shows, right? It's right. like you, if, because there's something about a crowd, oh, oh, yeah, all this excitement and everything else. Um, it also goes to show you, too, that the multi-billion dollar TV contracts are really where they make the money. That the, the ticket sales are good and, and the concessions, but it's the TV contract. That's why they had to play. Come on. Um, so pumping in noise, you know, playing on the field. It's got to be like a scrimmage, don't you think? Even I wonder if they're uh, – so, Somebody asked me, they go, do you think they're pumping the noise into the field, right? Putting the crowd noise like on, this, on the PA system in the field. I wonder if they are. If I was a football player, I'd be like, yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Crowd noise. <laughs> what, what have we done? What are we doing to ourselves as a nation? We are not descended from fearful men. That's right. We are not a nation of, we are the land of the free and the home of the what? The home of the cowards? The home of the fearful? Ooh. We are the home of the brave. Come on, stand up and be brave. Go to a football game, whether they want you there or not. You can probably crash the gate, you know, at, at, at CenturyLink, brother, because who's going to stop you? You know, That's well, true. just wear a mask so you don't get tased. RBG passed yes. away on Rosh Hashanah, no less. Rosh, Rosh Hashanah Eve. She went to, to meet Jesus right. because that, the Bible says that if you're absent from the body, you're present with the Lord. In some instances, that's not a good thing, brother. If you've been Ruth Bader Ginsburg and you've done everything you can to immoralize our society and to promote the death of the unborn, mm. I hope to God that she prayed this prayer. Lord Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I pray she prayed that prayer before she died. But if not, she was not a good person, brother. Well, it's interesting, too, because, I mean, I... I just go there. She was Jewish by, by faith, apparently. And um, she was like best friends with Anthony Kalia, who was obviously a devout. She was a Christian. friend. Yeah, you know, but they were apparently were really close. They were close, friends. fairly close. Um, and he so died I, too, brother. I know he died. I know he's with the Lord as well. You know, I believe so. But the point is, is, is I'm hoping that he had a good influence on her from a spiritual perspective. Maybe not from a judge perspective or a political perspective. But, so um, let me I'm ask hoping. you this, brother, because yeah. we're in kind of in this age of contradictions and, mm -hmm. and, you know, everything's being suspended. Should we suspend the Constitution and instead run the nation on the last dying words of Ruth Bader Ginsburg that nobody actually heard? Well, yeah, it came out today, by the way. <laughs> it came out today that the dying words of Scalia was that he wanted Donald Trump to have two terms. So it's important that we, you know, balance them out. No, <laughs> that is clearly I a joke. I saw that but, coming from a yeah. mile away. I was like, here it comes. I'm yep. no more. You know, when you throw a joke, it's like a long, slow <laughs> right hook that just comes out of, you're just like, that guy's going to hit me with a right hook. Here it comes. Maybe I should duck. And of course I didn't. But the bottom line uh, for us, too, is we hear this all the time. I, I'm sure those that are listening hear it as well. 
when we hear that that, that is so-and-so's seat, it is not so-and-so's seat. They may have been filling it for a number of years, but it is your seat. We are, we the people, you elect your representatives. We are counting on you electing Doug Bassler in the ninth and me in the, in the 10th and, and um, Jesse Jensen in the eighth and, and down the line. But the point is, it's never our seat. We are the representatives of you, we the people. And so when we say it's Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat, no, she filled it. Now she's no longer filling it. And it's the seat that's going to be appointed by the president that we elected and the Senate majority that we elected as well to make sure that the next person gets in there. What I'm excited about, and uh, no tongue-in-cheek here too, is honestly, um, we don't elect the bench to legislate in our, our way. We elect a bench to actually interpret the Constitution and hold things to a constitutional level. Here we go. These are the people that Donald Trump is appointing are originalists. They are Anton Scalia. They are conservative by nature, including the probable appointment that we're going to hear later today that's a pro-life Catholic woman. Um, the other one is also very conservative. The point is, though, they will look at the Constitution and what it says. They cannot legislate. They cannot change the laws. We in the legislature and you, the people, need to change the laws by, by demanding a change, running legislation, get in the past, and have Donald Trump sign it. They will review if it's constitutional, um, but we can't be continuing to rely on the court. And it's what the left has done for a long time. They can't get it through the legislature, so they run it through the Supreme Court by, by packing the court. So um, it's good to have balance. It's good to have a court that will actually see it the way that our founding forefathers intended it to be seen. But we still have work to do on our end to um, save babies' lives, don't you think? Yeah. And, you know, it's been prophesied. It's been spoken. And people have been praying about this forever. And, and our, we've got to get this justice in. We, again, if you've not been praying, if you've not been seeking God, this is God's issue. God is mm-hmm. angry about the 60 million unborn, more than 60 million unborn mm-hmm. children who've been slaughtered. And, and, and sacrificed or on the altar of convenience or whatever. And, um, you know, we have a chance to, to you know, have a solid, a solid conservative court. Now, will they have the guts to overturn Roe v. v. Wade? That is, that's yet to be seen. But, um, you know, I think um, this is all about that. And what they did with, uh, what's her name? Um, who's the top one shortlist? Anyway, what they did for her when she was yes. confirmed to the seventh. Was Coney they, Barrett. Yeah. Tony Barrett, they, they yeah. said, you know, well, you're a Catholic and Catholics have dogma and your dogma, it's like, in other words, she believes what the Bible says. She believes mm-hmm. what her church teaches and they, they want to call that dogma. You know, um, you're dogmatic, you're dogmatic. And so, you know, doesn't the constitution prohibit a religious test, brother? Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't there, aren't there laws against that? And yet when it comes to conservatives, religious test, right? And it's not because... They're not religious. It's because they are, but mm-hmm. you know, they, you can't have a bo- You can't have it. <laughs> you can't have it both ways. It either is or isn't a religious test. And I wish somebody would stand up and shout in their face. You can. Are you guys? Are you guys doing a religious test on this person? On this this nominee for this office or whatever? I mean, brother, the Supreme Court. This is a this is a big deal. This is a big deal. We got to be praying about this. Okay. And then obviously this is a young woman. She's 47. Of course, the other one is, I don't know the name of it off the top of my tongue. Also a very young woman who's in her early fifties. 
Um, both of them could serve for another 30 years. So this is a big deal when it comes to decisions coming down the, the pike over the next two decades, three decades. Well, you know, you know so. they're going to throw whatever they can. I mean, if they called, uh, you know, Kavanaugh, you know, like, uh, Kavanaugh a, a gang rapist and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I mean, this guy's a, you know, we used to say Boy Scouts because they were good. Now, of course, the Boy Scouts are evil. Uh, they hey, turn yeah. everything they touch. Yes. It's evil, brother. They t- the left is evil. We've got to stop it. I did hear a, uh, a, a friend of ours that's been on the show before on, on a live rant the other day say that he did not believe the Democratic Party will survive this election, that they will absolutely be destroyed because of what they're doing to themselves. They're so far out of the mainstream. And this is not what we want. We do not want BLM. We, do, we want our police. We want our safe neighborhoods. We're not a bunch of racist pigs. We, we love our neighbors mm-hmm. and our nation is good and it's, we've got the best justice system that's ever been. But we're going to talk more after the break if we have time. This is Doug Passler and Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. For our government to work the way it was intended, citizens from all walks of life must volunteer to run for elected offices. But how do you begin? EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com can help. You'll receive expert help to navigate your campaign and communicate your message. From candidate filing to voters' pamphlet statements, fundraising, and social media, you'll find what you need to run an effective and affordable campaign. EasyPoliticalCampaigns.com. The road to victory starts here. Hey, everybody, this is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon from Doug and Marty vs. the World. Heard all across the state on the ACN Network. Marty, I heard that... uh, what is it, 40% of uh, Christians are not even registered to vote? According to Barna, almost 50% of Christians aren't registered to vote. And then out of that, only about half of those actually cast a vote in most elections. You know, I think it's our responsibility as Christian citizens of America that we should vote. What difference does it make if Christians vote? Well, the difference is it's huge. If Christians vote and get engaged and you bring your conversation, salt and light to the conversation, when we don't, there's a void, right? What happens to a void? It's filled. So what we have is what we have now, gender craziness, uh, attack on marriage, attack on our First Amendment rights. All these things happen. The things we complain about is because we're not engaged. So, you know, now in Washington State, you can literally register right up to the day of the election. You can do same-day registration. So if you're a Christian and you haven't voted, now's your chance. Get in there and vote. When you want to take your business to the next level, nothing drives traffic and increases sales like TV advertising. And EasyTVSpots.com is your best choice for high quality, effective TV ads. Contact us today to learn how easy it is to reach thousands of your ideal prospects with targeted, addressable TV. Grow your sales, revenue, and profit the easy way with EasyTVSpots.com. Broadcast, cable, and online TV made easy. All right, there it is, the saddest sound of radio, the fourth and final round. Doug and Marty versus the world. My name is still Doug Bassler. And my name must still be Marty McClendon then. So remember that for your ballot. Write it in in the 10th district. If you know write anybody. Write in is. Marty McClendon. Just write it everywhere. Just spray paint it on the It doesn't count Starbucks anywhere wall. but the 10th, but still, yeah. I, you know, I want to get to the debates because the debate, uh, the first debate is coming up this Tuesday. It'll be on all the channels, brother. All the broadcast channels will be carrying it live and all the news networks will be carrying it live. So that means Joe Biden had better take speed. Did you hear, did you hear the, 
the president say, you know, I think we need to have drug tests. I'm willing to take a drug test. Is Joe Biden willing to take a drug test? Because he thinks they're going to pump him full of like amphetamines or something so that he right. can perform at the. He at said the he'll be fine. He'll be a lot of full of energy. He'll be, they may have given him something, right? Yeah. Like, um, that was funny. Yeah. So it's like, it is a competition, right? So if they do mm -hmm. drug testing in the Olympics and stuff, we had to do drug testing. But before we get to the debates, because I know you're just itching to talk about the debates, because they're going to oh, be yeah. great. The debates mm -hmm. this time are going to be like, get the popcorn, honey. Get, mm -hmm. the, get the diet. Well, the soda. same thing with Inslee and Colt, too. I'm just saying. Oh, and that's coming up in a couple of weeks, too. Thank God. Mm -hmm. the press, see, the pressure. That was a, they weren't going to, uh, Inslee was not going to debate him. But right. Colt and the, and the people put the pressure on. And so we got to be praying for, for Lauren Colt. Praying mm -hmm. for that guy. I mean, that guy's run a grassroots campaign. I am so proud of him. I mean, compared to what we've had from the, the, the previous two with Bill Bryant, we love Bill Bryant. Yep, from, and from Rob McKenna. Yeah. Rob McKenna. These guys, I mean, we love those guys, but they didn't do this. They didn't get, I mean, in the middle of a pandemic and a lockdown. But uh, I, before we go there, because I know this is yeah. going to be so much good, I just want to just briefly talk about uh, Governor Newsom. And this idea that he can write an executive order banning fossil Cars. fuels yeah. in California. Like, they, so the pandemic shutdown's really gone to people's head, brother. No kidding. That is right? a legislative thing. I'm banning you cars. You cannot own a gas-powered car. You'll have to buy electric for the next 25 years. He won't even be around as far as in political office when that's put into place. Well, it's 15 you should years be from now, right? You should 2035 be, is what he said. No. So. You should not be able to do those type of things where you're not actually in on, but I'm just saying that's crazy. Well, but and, you, and we I, to, a governor doesn't have that authority. No, to, it doesn't. To do that. They try uh, that in this state. Try it. Go ahead, Inslee. Try it. Two things quickly. One, uh, spec, uh, executive orders. I found one that I fell in love with. Donald Trump um, made an executive order to save born alive babies, babies that have, are, have failed an abortion that are alive after the birth that he said they must get medical care. That is fantastic. As, as someone with courage, someone with a backbone, someone who's defending life, it's something that should be a no-brainer for every American, even Democrats across the board, yet they would not pass it. But he, he did that. So I know it's only executive order. And once he leaves office in four years, uh, it can be reversed. But the point is, I think good on him. And number two, I have to do a shout out um, to Lauren Culp's campaign team. I've not seen a team so gelled, so united, so gracious. Um, they've had me on stage many times, encouraged me. They, uh, they are on fire for God. They love what they're doing. They're, they see a, you know, something going. I've not seen, uh, I think I, it reminds me of you. Uh, in a sense, because they got this whole production thing going on, right? They make it fun. They come out to an event, come out to celebrate family in America, come out and they build up to Lauren. And, and Lauren's kind of the end cap thing. And I like him and I think he's been a great guy. headliner, man. Yeah. But it, I love the showmanship. The grand I love the finale. Fact that oh, I know. It's wonderful. The, the, uh, the environment. Get people come to hang out. Uh, cult rally people. Get right. to one. And now they're calling everything as a protest. Even Donald Trump is calling his, his things protests. The right. president of the United States. Because they can't stop a protest. Right? right? We've got to start team. singing. Gracious and God-fearing people that are, are just fantastic and have been fantastic to me. So, All right, come on. Let's get to the debates. Yep. All right, who's going to win? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guarantee 100% 
that all of your mainstream media, ABC, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, will talk about how Joe Biden was the clear victor. But yet we know if you and I are watching, um, and first of all, it's most of these are set up. It's interesting. I say that I'm just from laughing. a personal experience. I'm just chuckling because what did, what did Donald Trump do to Hillary Clinton? What did he do to Ted Cruz? And we love Ted Cruz. He's going to win. Um, however, have you seen the format? And have you seen the, the, what they're going to talk about? So it's interesting to me because Chris Wallace, who's on Fox, but he's definitely more than not a Trump fan, uh, and has picked the subjects, and they're all sort of Democrat talking points. It is, it's those things like uh, appointing the Supreme Court justice. It's, it's health care. It's racial um, justice in America. It's, you know, Black Lives Matter. It's these things that would typically would wait towards Biden's campaign, not a um, border wall, not national defense, it's not good. the economy. Just take it to him, brother. Exactly That's, this right. is Donald J. Trump. This is the world's greatest debater. So the, quintessential. The world's, the world's greatest showman. Forget right. forget the, you know, I mean, that's what I love about Lauren Culp, right? Like you said, he's a showman. He's got this mm-hmm. thing going on. So do you think that Lauren Culp's going to be able to do the same thing with Jay Inslee? In, in yes, I do. I, I don't know. Um, I think Lauren. Um, it's not I, fair, I though, because Jay Inslee has a speech impediment. Yes. And so it's going to make I him I think look Lauren anyway. will do fantastic, but I don't know if he's got the the cutting um, wit that Trump does. Trump Trump is just well, Lauren, quick. Lauren Culp is Lauren Culp. Yeah. But he's right. a solid conservative guy, he's a grassroots roots yep. guy. He's obviously was had enough conviction to get out and say I'm not going to enforce unconstitutional laws. I don't exactly care who right. voted for him. Oh, he's got since backbone values. Yeah, he'll be great and he'll be a stark contrast to Inslee who will not answer questions. But on this debate, it will be interesting to see the factions and the questions and how Donald Trump answered it and how Biden won't answer things. You know, and then and then how they'll have, you know, like you said, the, the canned stuff. Biden will be good. Well, you know, I'm out of time. I'm sorry, I'm out of I, yeah, I right, be, right? Am I out of time? No, you have 10 more minutes. No, I, I'm out of time. I, I let's go ahead and let Mr. Trump, let's let the president speak. Mm-hmm. It just you know, he caved just like he did. Unless, of course, they pump him full of amphetamines, you know, but he may have a heart attack if they do that, too. I mean, the guy's like 87 years old, right? No, wait, that was right. Rick Bader Ginsburg. He's 77 years old. Well, you see, now that's funny. I'm, I'm staying with the debates, but I, I, I two things. One, on the Democrat left, um, Biden's taking another break. He's not campaigning until the, the debates because, you know, he's got to get ready. And Trump's out there, had a rally in Florida, massive Huge, protest rally. Massive Fantastic. crowds. Right. Joe Biden uh, has four people with circles around him. Brother. I know. And then Bi- and they're the Biden camp- people, they're, they're bribing him with beer and cigarettes. Yeah. And the Biden campaign, they actually announced that Hanoi Jane, Jane Fonda is going to campaign with Kamala Harris. On the Trump side, he announced the, the America First health care plan, which means we're going to um, protect, um, you know, pre-existing conditions. We're going to remove, you know, the mandates, obviously. And it's, it's amazing. Lower prescription drug costs across the board. So once again, he's given policy prior to the debate where that would have been a weak spot, at least to making it his strength. And what's Biden doing? Hiding and sending out Jane Fonda. Go figure, right? Jane Fonda was something back in the 80s. She had these exercise videos. My wife yes. used to, to, you know, with the leggings and stuff like that. She was uh, quite a honey back when she was in her 50s. Now that she's in her 80s, I don't know if she's quite as effective. Maybe they should get Barbara Streisand. She's, you know, in her 80s as well. And 
send her out. We'll call her Low Energy Hanoi Jane and Low Energy Babs Streisand. I used, to, I used to like Barbara Streisand back in the day, back in the 70s. She had, you know, a couple of movies I liked or whatever. But, yeah. um, you know, the uh, I can't, I, why do I lose his name? The, the actor that hates Trump. At any rate, uh, oh, yeah, Nate Baldwin? Line up. Baldwin? No, no, the other guy, the, the taxi driver, you know, guy, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But at any rate, it's just like, give me something fresh. Give me something new. And I, I think that's what, you know, uh, you know, I've been trying to watch the Donald Trump rallies and he, you know, they do get a bit, you know, as he's using a teleprompter, the speeches mm-hmm. do get a, a bit on the repetitious side, but I mm-hmm. just enjoy the energy, mm-hmm. you know, just there's, there's an energy and there's something about an energetic mom- and momentum. It's going to carry this, but I, I, I just believe our friend that we, that you and I talked, did you go watch that video brother? I told you to go watch it. I haven't anyway, watched it yet. Yeah. Um, he said that he didn't think the Democratic Party was even going to survive this, that there may not even be a Democratic Party after this election. And boy, I, I, I could get behind that. When I first met Wayne Perryman, author, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he's a, uh, an African-American author. He's a conservative. And, uh, you know, him and I, the very first time that we went and had lunch together, and he was my campaign manager back in 2014. And uh, he said, Doug, I'm not trying to get more Republican votes. I want to destroy utterly destroy the democratic party so it never raises its ugly head in america again this guy is a pastor this guy's mm-hmm. an, an author this guy he's knows a civil rights leader and he says these guys haven't changed they mm-hmm. are not they're not only what they used to be but they're worse you know that that as the tree's getting older it's getting the fruit's getting more bitter more sour more poisonous and uh so uh I, I really, uh, you know, I'm swinging for the fence on this one. I think you're right. Maybe, maybe you and I will be in Washington, D.C., um, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to the work and all that stuff that's going to have to happen when we get there, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm looking forward to that we'll have an opportunity to make a difference in the United exactly States. Right. Exactly right. Balance, and of course, giving Donald Trump some support, right? Right now, every seven out of ten Congressional delegates from Washington State are out there to attack him, are, at bla- are going after him every single day as part of the, the majority caucus with Nancy Pelosi, including both of our senators, too. It'd be nice to get some support from Washington State and actually advocate for those that have conservative Christian values in the state versus what we're getting now that are Seattle progressive centric. And so we need that. Well, President uh, Trump, I know you're an avid listener to Doug and Marty versus the world. So we just want to invite you. Come here to Washington State. Uh, Marty and I will find a nice place for the protest. And uh, we'll be happy to be on the platform in case you're nervous. Exactly right. We'll, we'll make sure that you are How about those apple maggots? <laughs> Come on, brother. How about them apple maggots? Did you hear about that? I did. Uh, think oh, about my this. gosh. This Give is a guy break. that grew up in Yakima, supposedly, right? He's an Eastern Washington boy. Um, governor of the state, he should know better. It just, I mean, of course, it's funny. Tim Iman's making fun of, we're all making fun of it, but, you know, you don't do that. You don't transport. It's like going to Hawaii. You don't bring in uh, animals in Hawaii or other or plants, right? It's against the rules. I you think know, you, we need to, I think Lauren Culp needs to bring that up at debates, brother. Hey, did you bring any apples, governor? Yeah. Did you bring an he, apple, governor? For those that, are, uh, that don't know, uh, Lauren Culp wanted to be on a stage, socially distanced with the governor, so they can look at each other eye to eye and debate. He would not agree to it. 
They finally agreed to walking into separate entrances, into separate studios, um, and then to debate basically via Zoom. And the, the one condition that Lauren Culp was able to get them to make was that there was no one, no, no technology, no phone, no help in the control room to actually debate. So Inslee has to be on his own against Lauren Culp. I still think there could be a technical difficulty. I still think the moderators could say, oh, sorry, Governor, we can't hear you. You know, but it will be good. So we'll see. It's going to be worth worth watching. That's coming up in a couple of weeks. Presidential debate is, uh, is coming up this Tuesday. It's going to be on all the channels. You can't miss it. And Doug and Marty versus the world will be back on Saturday if the Lord's willing and the creek don't rise. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. God bless.